This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we are talking about Tom and Jerry. They're going to the big city. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We are now recording. This is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hi! Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discuss new movies weekly. We dig into movies via motion spoiler for your review, the occasional commentary track, or some other movie topics. This is a, this is episode 441. 441? Uh, you know, it's an okay number. <laughs> this week... Nothing to add. This week we're talking Tom and Jerry. Ooh. The live-ish action adaptation of the cartoon tom and jerry mm-hmm. and joining us to do such things and more we have shorts programmer for the newport beach film festival and creator of the blog right to recite some call her toodles galore it's the lovely anna bosch <laughs> hello actually this is good it's 411 because your listeners are going to get the 411 it's the four it's the it's fine it's okay. like it's 30 better than <laughs> the 411 <laughs> No, we'll just really just put this in place of 411. <laughs> I honestly thought that's what you were seeing. <laughs> that's what I, I thought. Liked, I, was, I liked your joke, though. I was I was reading it, and I was like, oh, that's not what it is. But yeah. We're close to it. <laughs> Pretty close. You know. how, how are you doing today, Anna? I'm doing well. Wishing, you know, we had a better lunch, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. It was fine. Where's my sideshow, Bob? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> But how are you guys doing? I mean, I'm doing well. I get to be with you on the podcast again, which is always Oh, fun. thanks, Aaron. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about me. I get it. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> been a while. Abe, you good? Yep. I am uh, drinking some coffee and uh, hanging out. It's uh, sunny. I'm going to get some <laughs> vitamin D later. <laughs> and then some sunny D? No, I want the purple stuff. Okay. <laughs> right. uh, well, let's get to some show notes real quick. First up. Uh, iTunes reviews ratings, good to get those. Helps out our show, helps other people find our show. If you want to log on iTunes, search for out now there. You can do just that, and you can find all the episodes and uh, give us a, a rating and review. Yeah, please give us a review. Give us all the five stars. I, I'm not asking you to. I'm telling you to. <laughs> so, so please, just not even please, log in, type your name, five stars, and uh, put us a math equation. We'll solve it. <laughs> It's the way to get it, I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a uh, new commentary. Who wrote the world? Math. <laughs> <laughs> new commentary tracks also. Uh, this For the first five months of this year, we're going to talk about all the Hannibal Lecter films. So we already did Manhunter. We did Silence of the Lambs for this month, which is a lot of fun. And uh, coming this week, we'll be recording our Hannibal commentary track. Ooh. So uh, get ready. Because <laughs> we have plenty of Hannibal to talk about in that movie. That poster always reminds me of the cable guy. <laughs> I can see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like half face kind of thing, you know? Oh. Well, Cable Guy is kind of like, he's like, he, he's just like his head, but it's like half his, it, he's, he's like, like turning. He's in, he's in profile yeah. and he's like holding a cord, right? Right. He's holding a power cord. Yeah. Hannibal is just kind of like looking down like ominously, but it's like, <laughs> and he's like, has like yellow skin, I think. It's more like the Nixon poster, which is also, in the which office. is also, <laughs> in the yeah, it's weird. All right. Well, yeah. Get ready because we have plenty to talk about Hannibal. Um, uh, this kind, of, you know, soon enough. Uh, all right. Let's move on now. Let's get to uh, let's get let's get to some out now quickies. Yep. Each week now now we 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 we
All right. Well, Did good. we ever talk to our lawyer about trademarking that? Our the out now lawyer? <laughs> yeah, of course. We, years He's ago. He's in Toontown, right? Now he is. Okay. Every, everyone's had to move around lately. <laughs> it's been a tough year. Yeah. Um, Anna, yes. is there anything you've seen recently you'd like to talk about? Well, definitely recently is this Tom and Jerry 2021 film. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, of course, Aaron and I, we did start, what is it called on Netflix? Finding Aloha. Ahana. Oh, Finding Ohana. Mm-hmm. And so... We started it, didn't finish it yet. Yeah, we're like uh-huh. halfway. We're like halfway through. You guys I, are pulling an Abe. Got well, it. Because I think it's a two-hour movie, right? Yeah. I mean, in a well, I'm not going to go there, but hashtag uh, ain't nobody got half for that. Or <laughs> no, I was going to say we should have watched that instead of watching this one, but like we'll we're finished watching. <laughs> Burn. Burn. <laughs> but let's see. I mean, nothing. You know. Well, we've been watching WandaVision on Fridays. I've been enjoying WandaVision. That, but also watching some shorts for the film festival, of course, as well. Oh, when is that coming up? I think it's supposed to be in September. Okay. So you're they just got, It got pushed the, because the, last year it was it kept getting pushed and pushed because of COVID. And then it should be sometime around this year in September. If not, it'll get moved again. Because normally it would be in April, but... Mm-hmm. Got it. Yes. Hmm. Abe, how about you? Um, I was watching Booksmart on Hulu, and then I was going to start Nomadland, but I decided that I'd wait until the evening when my uh, when the lights are off, and also um, there are no cars passing by my home. You should watch it exactly at dusk, since most of the movie is shot at either dawn or twilight hour. Interesting. Okay, just, I might... Just, I might... Just, just match your background yeah, environment. I too. might thought experiment that. Yeah. <laughs> just be right completely in the zone really put me in the mood with francis mcd yeah <laughs> Fr- franny mcd Fran McD. <laughs> all right uh i've seen a few things i'll make note uh-huh. of this week uh first up is a movie called stealing school it is this canadian indie it's about a, a an, an asian female college student who's been accused of plagiarism and by a teaching assistant mm-hmm. and they hold basically a like a i guess it's like I, I guess a mock trial would be the way to put it like it's a private trial that's not really a trial it's just like three like the school the dean and like people that matter assessing whether or not she's actually you know guilty of plagiarism and they and she's defending herself and the teaching assistants on the other side and they call in witnesses or what have you regard it's it's a mix of comedy and drama and i think that really helps it because it's like a 75 minute movie and what i think it does really well is not just it's a comedy drama. It's like yeah, because it had there's like inherent amount of humor in it based off how it's written. Because I think the sure. writing's quite strong. But what works is, in by having that humor, it's able to still call into question a lot of things involving privilege, uh, mm-hmm. gender disparity, uh, r- uh, racism as far as who's being targeted for these kind of accusations, um, authority, authoritative power. Like there's a lot of com- like things to call into question that like, could generate good arguments and good conversations for people to see the movie yet it does have this element of humor in it so it's like entertaining as far as watching it so you're not like it's not you're not getting drowned out by all like the the nature of like what the plot is as far as you know being being accused of cheating or what have you like it knows how to handle, to handle that quite well but i just i really enjoyed the movie so i thought it was worthwhile where, uh, where is it? It's it's on. I had a screener link, but it's on it's on VOD now. It's called mm-hmm. Stealing School. 
premium VOD. Got it. Yeah. Not just regular VOD, not premium VOD. Oh. Yeah. Um, I also saw The Vigil, which is mm-hmm. out now. It is a Jewish-themed horror film. Um, there is a man who is... He's been asked to come in... To, are there a lot of these, by the way? There are not. No, which is okay. why I was intrigued. You know, yeah. Especially when it comes to like religious-themed horror, you don't tend to get a lot of Jewish-themed horror. Um, so it... But it does it well. It's this man who mm-hmm. he's come he, he's called in to like help sit Shiva. Shiva's kind right. of the like a multi-day uh, kind of waiting period uh, where you're, you're kind of resting with the the recently deceased and kind of helping mm-hmm. like with that process. Um, so a man's called in like one night, basically to be like quote unquote a babysitter. But weird things happen in the night as he's staying in this place. This a, sounds actually kind of interesting. It is, and it it does it, it's a good mix of like haunted house type horror and mm-hmm. like not exorcism, but like like uh, you know there's religious type horrors as far as like sure. a demon that's lurking around and is based around kind of a, a dead body that's in the area. Do you, is it sort of like on like stories that your parents would tell you tell you growing up. Like, I kept thinking hey, it would be don't don't uh, don't be too loud or else like this spirit's gonna get you kind of thing. Not like specifically, but uh-huh. it is dealing with Orthodox Jews, and I'm not Orthodox okay. Jewish, so like maybe there is something more common that's known for the people that are involved in this movie. But that's it. Yeah. Like I did think there would be like a like a golem or something like that, but it's not. It's right. just more of like there's a demon, and like the fact that it's Jewish, like that lends it a certain identity, but it's not reliant on the idea that it's. Mm. but like a like a lot of i think religious horror movies it's not the it's not like the nature of the religion that's the you know the thing to focus on it's just yeah. more of like the catalyst and i think sure. this this one does it quite well it's not a great it's not like great but i think it's quite good and it has a number of bumps in the night and like good use of the occasional jump scare like they're set up properly so like hey. it, it it works out well i enjoyed the, the vigil which is now out on vod as well okay and the last thing i'll mention is called keep an eye out this is from director Qu- uh, quentin depew he mm-hmm. made the film Rubber like ten years ago oh, yeah. about the killer tire. That was ten years ago. It's twenty twelve. Yeah, I think it was ten years ago. This wow. Point. If not more. Uh, like, I feel like that was like five years ago. It's but... like twenty eleven or twenty twelve. I'm pretty Holy sure. Cow. But yeah, it's pretty long ago. But yeah, it's, but so last year he made a movie I talked about on this podcast called Deerskin with mm-hmm. with um, John Desjardins, best actor winner John Desjardins. Um, <laughs> And, he, and I thought that movie was hilarious. It was in my top 20 for that year. Now he has another film, which I guess was technically made before this movie, called Keep an Eye Out. It's a, And his movies are short. This is like 75 minutes-ish. It's about a cop and a person he's interrogating in their office. And it, there's a murder that's happened, and it just becomes about the cop, like, the cop and the person being interrogated, like, having a series of exacerbated conversations. And things <laughs> things happen from there, and there's a bit of absurdist quality because that's the kind of style this director has. But it's really funny. And so, mm. like between this and Deerskin last year, I'm thinking, is Quentin Depew like becoming my favorite comedy director right now because he's made two consistently very good movies that I really is it, like. Is it in at. French with subtitles? It is French, yes. Okay. Um, but I quite enjoyed it. That comes out next yeah. week on VOD. But that one was really fun as well. So I was okay. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that. Uh, so that's out of quickies. Yeah. All right, let's move on now. Let's get to our let's get to our trailer talk, where we talk about the new movie trailer, what one is coming out, what we think of it, what have you. And this week we're talking about the the newest Pixar film, um, Luca, which is uh, directed by Enrico Casarosa, who directed La Luna, the Pixar short from God a while ago now at this point. Uh, Ten years ago, maybe more. <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, no, so this is his feature length debut, Luca. Which we need to, we need to say all these names with more Italian 
Italian flair. Uh, we'll get there, especially when we get to the very Italian uh, <laughs> voice cast in this movie. But, um, uh, but it, it's it's set in the Italian Riviera. Uh, there, it features a young boy and his best friend, and they're hiding a secret where they're in fact sea monsters um, that come, <laughs> only comes to life when they yes. touch water. Um, with that in mind, Abe, where, where are you with Luca? What did you think of this trailer? Uh, I mean, first things first is Pixar, and that kind of captures my attention immediately. This was one of those movies where I had written that I was kind of really excited to see, not written, but I had said it on the podcast where I was kind of excited to see it because I didn't know much about it. After watching the trailer, I'm all for it. You know, it looks light. It looks light, meaning like bright. It looks bright. It looks like summertime. It looks like um, fun among a trio. Uh, and I'm curious uh, how this thing's going to play out. Obviously, the the physical change aspect of the movie is something that um, you can, you can have a lot to, to play with. Um, and I'm curious to see uh, what's going to happen, but I'm all for it. Anna, what'd you think of the trailer for Luca? I think it looks fun. It's colorful. It definitely makes you want to be like at the Spanish steps or somewhere in Italy eating gelato. Cause that's what I felt like after watching it just a few minutes ago. And it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see because like, you do get some, like, sea creature type, like, mythology type films out there, but uh-huh. as an anime, well, I think animated too, but, like, it's just kind of neat to see that in a direction, and the music sounds great. Yeah. I mean, it didn't say, like, the creative creators of Coco, or? Uh, yeah, it's Pixar, so it'll say, like, you know, it'll Right, it'll just it'll throw you yeah. in there, so it's a realm to, yeah, in terms of giving you to a reel you in, like wise. a fish. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to watch this, uh. but no, no, I mean, like, as soon as like the music started going, it just sounds really fun, and it makes you feel like I'm not really a summertime person, but it it does make you want to just like go walk 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 around and just again like have some gelato. Right. We just watched the uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon on Halloween, so now we have to just finish. Oh, the that, other... that's also very Italian, right? We have... <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I brought it up the because of the Italian setting, not because of the creature. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. like sea creatures. Yes, right? but yeah. now, so now we gotta finish Please, that. We have to finish I that trilogy. We have to watch the other two. We have, to, uh-huh. we have to make that a goal now. Finish the other two creature movies there before Luca go. comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I was uh, very intrigued by the trailer, obviously because it has Canadians best Canada's best actor Jacob Tremblay. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, no, I I I was very you know I knew there's a movie called Luca. It's set in Italy. That's all I knew. So watching the trailer as it's you know building to something, I'm like, so when's what's what's gonna be what's gonna happen when the other shoe drops clearly there has to be some kind of like <laughs> drama here and much like spies in disguise i was like oh okay <laughs> this is what we're doing yeah. i i didn't know what that was gonna be when they like hit the water and it's like oh <laughs> you know it's interesting that you say that because i wasn't expecting another shoe to drop i was like oh it's just a movie about three friends in the summertime so like um, like, like kids on a slope at pixar in italy yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh, and you know when that hits like okay cool i i, I dig it yeah, I, I mean, I'd welcome just like a straight character comedy drama from Pixar. That'd be fun. That'd be something neat to see. At the same time, like, oh yeah, okay, magical realism, whatever. Like, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. and all this. But um, but no, I'm into it. I mean, it's a Pixar movie. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, when it comes out in summer. Yeah, of course, it comes out in the summertime. <laughs> I think that you have to sing it like Olaf in summer. Yeah, I'm sure he'll have a short beforehand, obviously. Uh-huh. In uh, summer. But yes, yeah, so including. Uh, 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 Including uh, Jacob Tremblay, you also have Jack Dylan Grazer from the mm. the It films. These yeah, don't Shazam, sound very Italian. And Shazam. Oh yeah, these don't. Sound, Jack Dylan Grazer and Maya Rudolph and Jim McGaffigan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
and John the Ratzenberger, of course, of the I, comedy. Yeah, I, I should have said thank you. I should say grazie. <laughs> We've just lost the Italian crowd. All no, prego. All your favorite Italians are starring in this movie. So, like, I. Uh... Michael Corleone is going to show up. Yes, but yeah, fictional character Michael Corleone is going to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's favorite Italian American dad, uh, you know, from uh, uh, Call Me by Your Name is gonna be there. Michael Stuhlbarg. Yeah, Michael. Stuhlbarg. That would be a fun get actually if Michael Stuhlbarg was in this movie. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's that's funny. That'd be cool. That's yeah. a, that's, a, that's a good in joke. People. <laughs> uh, regardless, Luca arrives in theaters uh, June eighteenth. So far, the trailer skillfully says summer 2021, mm-hmm. but uh, you know the release date's technically June twenty eighth. It's June eighteenth. We'll see what happens because yes, there are still things going on like whether it moves or whether it gets you know on disney plus again like soul we'll see what happens but regardless uh vaccinations yep but uh yeah well so we'll see but yeah no i think we're all looking forward to it right it looks yeah yes and like the animation you know for pixar is remarkable yeah that water it every time i see water in pixar it makes me want to like drink the water mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh that looks nice go go for a splash <laughs> Andiamo. I'm in that. Andiamo. Yeah. Go for a splash. <laughs> and then drink it. <laughs> all right. With all that said, let's move on to our main review for Tom and Jerry. After a lifetime of being the world's most famous enemies. You can't count on me like one, two, three. Tom and Jerry are about to start over. Cause that's what friends are supposed to do. Oh, yeah. In the big city. This hotel has been host to four presidents, three popes, two kings, and we're about to host the wedding of the century. Do you think you're qualified to take on this position? I shine under pressure, like a diamond. Poor Rihanna. <laughs> One other thing. We have a mouse problem. With the what now? I'll catch it, sir. Everybody gonna shine. I was born like this, don't even gotta try. Oh, wow, this is so detailed. We could hire an exterminator. Or we can leverage millions of years of predatory evolution. picture of these mouses tweeted out to Instabook face or Tiki Talk, we will be ruined. No, sir, that's not gonna happen. That rodent is toast. I will not let this hotel be ruined by a cat and a mouse. I think I might have just pulled this off. All right, so that should have been some of the trailer for Tom and Jerry. Based on the animated cartoons from Hanna-Barbera, this updated take on Tom and Jerry features Tom Cat and Jerry Mouse in a live-action setting, specifically New York City, where the two first meet Mm. and form their rivalry while attempting to stay at a fancy New York hotel. Chloe Grace Moretz co-stars as the new employee of the hotel who has taken up the job to try and catch Jerry as the hotel needs to be free of any problems due to a high-profile wedding that's due to take place. Anna, 
What has been your history with the Tom and Jerry cartoons? And what do you think of this movie? All right, so I definitely have watched Tom and Jerry cartoons as a child. And my sister and I used to watch mm-hmm. it a lot. And, gosh, growing up, I guess, like, with the 90s. So, like, do you remember kids would put a lot of keychains on their backpacks? Yes. Well, and also, mm-hmm. do you remember that the Warner Brothers store used to be around? I Move do remember over, the Warner Move Brothers Move over store, Disney but... store. <laughs> <laughs> but, honestly, the Warner Brothers store Shots used to be... Shots fired. You no, know, honestly, Warner Brothers used to be the store we used to go to. I think it was the shops. Over here where we are. Right? Yeah. And and so, like, we would always go and get, like, the beanies. And so I remember my mom got me a Jerry keychain. Okay. And he had a little red bow tie. And I think I definitely had it maybe in the back to even put coins in it. Maybe it was a coin keychain, but I remember having that. And then... Gosh, what is it, like 92 or 93, the movie, the first animated Tom and Jerry movie comes out. Uh And I remember watching it, and I was just like, as a child, you're like, what? After watching all these cartoons, I'm like, they talk? (laughs) (laughs) And so I remember it being like a fun enough movie, and like definitely there was like this song and dance um, scene in the movie that I will never forget. It's it's fun. It's cute. It's like Tom and Jerry dancing and singing to... I think friends to the end with a, another dog they found in the alley with a flea. So That's it's... what I'd guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that was something. And then when that movie came out, then they, we, my sister and I, we had Sega Genesis. Okay. Yes. And so they had a Tom and Jerry Frantic Antics game. I like this oral history here. We <laughs> I, I, yeah, I dig this. And I Aaron, remember... I, I can wait to hear yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I just remember that game even more because it had a slight connection to the movie because it had some of the scenes of uh-huh. like the locations, like the library, the attic and other locations. And it was a one, two player game. And of course you could choose if you want to be Tom or Jerry. So I think at times I, I'm the oldest for my sister and I, so I'm just like, I would make her be like Tom or probably, or I was Jerry. <laughs> and um, the thing is, if you did play it by yourself though, it was like that split screen uh-huh. in how some video games are, you know, like, I don't know. What, like, split-scrolling screen? A side-scrolling. I'm sure there's a, an actual definition for it. Yeah. But, um, so, like, regardless, you would always see the other character um, going along okay. with you, right? Yeah, got it. And so, it was it was fun. I remember playing that game a lot after school, like, after homework and everything, because we definitely had to do our homework before going on to Sega. And finally, I think we finally ended. I don't know. I think it was, like, ten different how do you call it, like 10 different um, levels. levels, I think. It was a long game. And <laughs> kind of like with the with the cartoon, it was a little, I would say, I guess, violent. Because <laughs> okay. I, I will not forget, like, there's there's this part, like, where you're um, hopping on the roofs of the houses just to get to your destination. And, like, there's, like, a mouse with, like, a, I think he has a beret and he has a gun. <laughs> and I'm just like, and if you fall, he'll shoot you. <laughs> and... The real sad part is, like, if you messed, like, your lives were cut out. And what was cute, the lives was, like, Tom, of course, his lives were in fish. And Jerry's, of course, cheese. But, like, at the if you, like, died, then it would go to game over. And then you and Tom and Jerry would be in the alley with, like, a, a fire. And it's really tattered, like, sinuses game over. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it... it that's like what I remember as a kid, and Got so it. I really did like Tom and Jerry. So one day earlier this, like, what we're not even like that far in the year, but like it feels like it. But um, I remember I saw this film, the 2021, and then there was a 
oh, a trailer for the you know next day. And I remember messaging Aaron. I'm like, this is a thing? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I guess so. And I was like, oh. And so I was kind of intrigued because I was like, well, I remember as a child again, you know, having some fond memory of watching the cartoons. Uh, definitely. Oh, and like the characters and everything. So I was uh-huh. like very curious, like where this was going to go into. And then here we are. We watched it today. And I think the film as a whole is okay. There's definitely some issues when it comes to the storytelling because I don't think we get enough like background of Chloe Grace Moritz's character, Kayla. Uh-huh. Like she just gets thrown into this movie. And I mean, you can be like a storyline, of course, of just young down on their luck, like adult, young adult trying to get a job and like, let's just fib our way through things. And I'm like, I don't know, this is good messaging here. And then you have Michael Pena's character. You know, he's the event manager of the hotel that she's trying to get a job at. And so, like, they're fine, but I just feel like the story all around them is just, it's really messy. And you don't really even get that much of Tom and Jerry. Like, it's just kind of, they're thrown in there, of course. And you see them do the little slapstick comedy of, like, cat and mouse games like they would do in the cartoons. But then it's like, you have Kayla, you know, Kayla's story, you have Michael Pena's, Terrence story, and then you end up getting also the bride and groom story. Uh-huh. So it was just like a lot of things going on. And so I feel like it wasn't coherent. And at the end of the movie, I was like, okay, now you're trying to, you know, bring it back of like, of course, fibbing wasn't a good idea. And let's be honest. So I'm like, okay, that's a good way to throw back the message of being more positive, right? Because I'm not, I'm one, I'm like, okay. Let's not start off on a bad foot and, like, just lie. Because <laughs> lying for me is not... It's honestly, it's like a pet peeve. It's like, okay, you're lying? This is how this movie's going to... Okay, I'm done. So I'm thinking in my mm-hmm. head, like, what kind of message are you sending a child? Like, or kids, like, oh, if I just lie my way through things, I can get the job, right? Um, But, like, at the end of the movie, I was just looking at it to where I'm like, okay, I guess I, out of those storylines, I like the messaging more of, like, the bride and groom. Because I'm like, okay, here's this whole thing with a couple of, like, you know, there's too much from the groom. Like, he wants everything to be big, but then the bride wants it to be very small and minimal, and that's, like, pure happiness. So I was like, okay, I can go with that. Like, that, I can pull that story out as being, like, the stronger one for myself. I was just like, all right. But the 2D animation is looks good. Uh-huh. Um. It's very interesting that while we're watching, we, we both, like, said, we're like, oh, it's just the animals that are, you know, in 2D animation. So it's kind of just interesting how, like, the world works with, like, And we'll people. talk about that more. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, it was okay. It's not going to be, like, a favorite. I haven't seen, like, the 92 one. The anim- it was animated. I haven't seen that in a while. But I feel like maybe that had, like, a better storyline because... It feels in my head like it was... I can remember it as being, like, more complete. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Did you, any of you two ever see that movie? Not since... I did not. I, I saw it once, and that was the last time, and I have very vague memories of it. Okay. Because yeah. that one was just, like, basically, like, you have Tom and Jerry living in a house, and I guess mm-hmm. the family's going to move away, and then, I don't know, the house, like, blows up or something, so then they're kind of off on their own, and the family leaves, and then they come across this little girl, 
and she's like an orphan or you think she's an orphan because it seems like her dad's gone so she lives with her guardian who's very mean and stern and after that you just like you have the storyline of Tom and Jerry actually teaming up you know and helping this little girl find her father and get reunited and I'm like okay this it's like where where's the story you know mm-hmm. like Abe do you where are you Aaron, at? Aaron you actually go ahead Aaron I um I mean I don't think it's controversial to say the best parts of the Tom and Jerry movie are the parts featuring Tom and Jerry I uh that stuff was generally working for me because for one it's fun and also I do like the animation I, I do think it's interesting how they chose to do it where it like they resemble their characters it's it's 3d to a point but it has a it has a very specific look to it that i haven't you know i don't see very often when it comes to this kind of movie it's not quite like even more than like i don't know like who framed roger rabbit where they're very much 2d characters that have to be in the real world this had there's like shape and dimension to tom and jerry yet they still look like tom and jerry mm-hmm. um and i i felt that, you know, if you're going to make a movie about Tom and Jerry, you're doing the job there as far as giving me that kind of stuff. But yes, the rest of the film around them is pretty hit or miss. Um, there's, I don't know, I just didn't end up like caring about much going on and just was relying on some of the more, you know, comedic focused, you know, characters doing their thing. Like Michael Pena gets a lot of, you know, lines in there, which are fun enough. Uh, uh, Rob Delaney and Ken Young, you know, they get Ken Young has one line that's really funny, actually, that made me laugh quite a bit. But like, there's they like they all have like their moments because that's why they're hired on to this thing. But in terms of like giving them giving us an arc that involves yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz's character dealing with being wanting to get a job and what it does with that, it's like all right, we just kind of thrown in there like Anna said. Call uh, the Colin Jost um, wedding storyline, it's. Like, you know, messaging-wise, yeah, fine. But in terms of, like, how much time each of these subplots is occupying and, like, what we're trying to do here in a movie that's to be about Tom and Jerry, it only gives me so much to work with. So it's, you know, the again, the antic stuff is what I'm here for as far as Tom and Jerry in a hotel, you know, causing an obscenely amount of destruction that feels like it would cost a fortune. Um, all that <laughs> stuff was fairly, worked fairly well for me. I never thought about the insurance cost. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> well, they like, they, they <laughs> probably, I mean, probably a lot. They ruined like one room alone. They destroy, but then there's all this other stuff that there's happens. Also like the crowning jewel part of it too. I'm, like, I'm telling you. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the things that happen, I'm thinking this is going to cost that hotel so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it seems really inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Like even subtle things like Tom just like crashes into a wall and it's like, well, now they got to do the whole wall again. Like it's just stuff like that. I kept like, getting... And it's all cat outlined too. You can't even patch it up correctly. Uh-huh. So I mean, yeah, it, a lot of the comedy is pretty hit or miss. The Tom and Jerry stuff works for me well enough, but like overall, it's like, yeah, all right, they did, they did it. I mean, you know, we the three of us we talked about Scoob last year, and I feel like Scoob. this movie at least stayed truer to what Tom and Jerry is over what Scooby Doo should be, right? Like where that movie like kind of peaked at the I don't beginning. really remember much about that movie. I, I think well, that you, I think we're all pretty like, just like, this is not, well, it like peaked right away because flat. they're like, they're, you know, teenagers solving a spooky mystery. And then it's like, what if we age them up? And it's like a whole different thing in Mark Wahlberg. Mm, and I'm like, right, all right, right, that's the way to do it, I guess. And it just doesn't really, didn't really do much for me after that. This at least, while they're, <laughs> yeah, because right, we thought, he was like, like at least I thought I was thinking that movie was going to be more of like, 
you know them, them solving as, mysteries but and as younger like yeah and as yeah as, as, yeah, as yeah, the mystery right. like yeah. the original story right. of how yeah. shaggy and scoob came together and like even in the trailer you see them like enjoying a sandwich on the beach so it's like you do get that, that stuff like, was the... more enjoyable yes right where the rest of the movie is like oh no they're just older and they're doing their thing this movie at least the tom and jerry stuff is scattered throughout and it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't escalate beyond one annoys the other and they chase each other around and like elaborate traps and various forms of violence ensue and it's funny <laughs> like and that's like yeah that's all i really need from a tom and jerry movie so mm-hmm. abe how about you where are you with tom and jerry um you know i love this movie i, I think that <laughs> when i was starting to uh it comes on you have a trap called quest um it's got um that did get me going right away to it yeah and i was like oh this is gonna be great and the pigeons are flying <laughs> they're, they're kind of like interacting like with the um with the the names on the screen and i was like oh this is a great cast you know i'm, I'm seeing all these names here um and then you know it just drops right into the Claire grace Moretz character and she's really good i you know she's she's showing up here not a lot to do but you know she you can see why she's charming why she has so much movie aura you know we've talked about is it just this a hit girl thing bit. or is it Chloe grace Moretz? <laughs> and um you know she she looks great she comes into the picture and she's there and then she goes to meet rob delaney who's Sitting down with a mustache and and Michael Pena and and you know um so it it's it's an, a really good movie you should really go see this movie <laughs> because it's it's for the kids um it's you know appropriate you know there's not a lot of cussing in it, it is right for the kids you're not wrong so, on that one. yeah you know it, so yeah it, it's it's a winner it's a winner Aaron <laughs> and, and it's a winner I mean I don't know what you guys have a problem with but it's fantastic so yeah go see it. <laughs> Are you being honest? Like, Aaron, yeah. are you? Because this would be another laugh track moment for me. Cause... I'm just waiting. Like, the, the way you're ending this bit is amazing. <laughs> you just, you got to keep holding on to it, man. <laughs> this movie is, um, honestly, it's not very good, right? And uh, I, I I don't know if it's okay, right? And this is not to, to take away from your review on it. It's just more of when you're, when you're looking at this movie, this ceases to be a Tom and Jerry movie because it becomes too much about all these other characters and sort of what you're talking about earlier too. These other characters have these movie arcs that really don't go anywhere. They're, they're not really, you're plopped right into the Chloe Grace Moretz's mm-hmm. character's journey. And you're just like, I don't know what her deal is, but I guess if she's going to live in a hotel in New York for a week because of like this, uh, this celebrity wedding. Um, and quite honestly, I, I was hoping for, I don't know what I was hoping for. I didn't know that this movie existed um, until I saw the posters for it, I think, in 2021. But I, I think what we've seen from other movies that have sort of taken this on is that there's an approach of self-awareness, but also let's see where we can push things or elevate things. And Aaron, you're totally right that the Tom and Jerry stuff works, right? Because it's Tom and Jerry. They're fairly simple. All they really do is they, they dislike each other. So they will set up traps for each other just to like, mess with each other it's like roadrunner and, and coyote type of thing mm-hmm. and you do get some of that but beyond that there's no other there's nothing else to them and again they kind of show up kind of like doing their shtick uh, every so often but it's not really it, there's there's no real like plot here like right. what am i supposed to understand of, of this entire movie like they were just here to do tom and jerry things but they're literally their screen time is is probably like forty percent of the other people's screen time um, mm-hmm. because you have to have these human characters and you have to have how like some hotel 
it, it becomes like a color grace Moretz movie to some degree too. Um, a movie that I thought about when I was watching this was Dora the Explorer, like Dora and the Lost City of Gold, I should say. Um, and Michael Pena is also in that movie, but he is he's playing Dora's dad. But that movie took a concept of Dora the Explorer and kept its family theme, but also made something that was like clever and pretty fun to watch. I I enjoyed that movie much more than I thought I was going to um, because there's there's in jokes about the way that she asks the the character or, or the the audience questions and whatever else, but. For this movie, it's it's not really anything. It, it kind of just is a movie. And at one point, I was like, "How long is this movie?" Because I was, I I sadly checked the scroll meter because we're at home and we're able to do this. <laughs> and I was thirty minutes into the movie, and I was like, "This movie is too long." Mm-hmm. And this is not like you know we watch movies and we critique them because and you're you're able to because you watch the entirety of the movie, but. It's one of those things where it's like, how long is this? Because you can only go so far with um, these one-note characters. You know what I mean? And that's why you introduce a bunch of humans. Right. And because also this one is like, there's there's silent roles again, like the cartoons. So I was kind of thinking going into that this like live action slash like 3D, 2D animation. Is it 3D? It's a mix of things. Okay. Well, the the mix of the animation and live that, you know, maybe they would talk. Like, why not? Yeah, you know? I mean, that, that hasn't really been, like, their their thing, too. Like, they don't really talk. They just do physical humor. I wouldn't ne- yeah, I wouldn't necessitate it. It's just more of, like, how are you yeah. going to stretch this out? And, yeah, I mean, it is, right. like, you know, there's a way to make this an 80-minute movie instead of an hour and 40 minutes, and they didn't do that, which is, like, okay, and what was the benefit yeah. of that to get these other characters that are just, you know, kind of whatever. And if you want to talk about movies that felt similar, like, Peter Rabbit was something that came to mind. Mm-hmm. So a, movie, a movie that I think is quite funny, oh, yes. and that's one that really does know how to incorporate both human characters and the animal characters. It not only has a lot of fun with the mm-hmm. Peter Rabbit and all of the you know the various farm animals and whatever sure. they're around. Yeah. It has a lot of fun with the Dumble Gleason Rose Byrne plot. I think that, and right. especially as it's a rivalry between Peter Rabbit and Dumble Gleason for that movie, <laughs> and that right. stuff's really funny. Now, granted, Peter Rabbit can talk. There's an arc for his character to yeah. a degree. You understand who he is and where he's coming from. I'm not saying that Tom and Jerry necessarily require an arc, but we're we're going off of the story being given. The story being given is just not that good. Like that's yeah. I mean, the other part about this too is is you brought this up on it earlier. I don't understand the world because mm-hmm. there are well, I understand talking it. animals. I just have questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I guess I have questions. There's talking animals, and then there aren't talking animals. And I guess everybody can see all these animals, but they're only animals. <laughs> they're like there are no humans. Yeah, every, so it, every animal like in this movie. Town. Every animal in this movie is animated. That's the thing. Like they exist. Like this movie is set in a real world, but except all of the animals are animated, which, yes, I think introduces a lot of questions. Like there's yeah. there's scenes in the kitchen where, or like there's <laughs> exactly. a scene there's a scene where they're at a fish market and all of the fish are animated. Yes, and it's like that's but weird. The but then the hotel there's like a scene of like beef and like oh so the beef's not animated. Like I was trying to understand how this. <laughs> the cheese yeah. is animated. The cheese, the fish, right? Yeah, I mean, so like yeah, even the fish like in the office is animated and you know. <laughs> Like I there's there's there are questions here and are they things that we have to like you know think too hard about no because ultimately it doesn't really matter right. but well, at the same watches. time it's like you're, if you guys have an adult watching this movie you're just like <laughs> okay so how does this work <laughs> Anna you had mentioned the wedding I found I found the wedding problematic you know mm-hmm. like um because Pavali Sharda she's like I 
I don't know if I like this guy anymore. Right. And then at the yeah. end, they're like, let's force them to have a wedding. And I'm like, <laughs> WTF is going on here. So there, there's there's some questions there about that. Is... But I don't know. Abe, the smug whiteness of Colin Jost was something to keep everybody going, so, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, downtrodden on the movie, but I did find Colin Jost to be, like, on the inside of the joke. You know what I mean? So I mean, character, yeah. a smarmy, like, smug guy. Mm-hmm. is fun because he knows what he's playing i also found i'm just um, surprised he didn't turn into like a villain like i was waiting for like some shoe to yeah. drop with it and said it's i guess michael Pena is the closest thing to an antagonist in this movie and even he's just like no i just wanted to keep my job very like, one-dimensional <laughs> antagonist. but that's what's crazy too because again it's like there's nothing really developed you go back to right. chloe grace Mor- moritz um character kayla mm-hmm. and how she just you know goes into the same hotel and like takes this other woman's resume and, and lies yeah. through it all. And it's like, wow, that's not good at all. <laughs> and, but it's like, she gets to this one point when she's talking to like one of the other hotel workers, like, is he a bartender? He's the bartender. Yeah. He's the bartender. And she, it, it literally looks, the camera sets on her for a little bit and it looks like she's about to go into a deep thought of an explanation of like her back in her hometown and Penn, she's a Penn state or something. And then it stops. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they cut stuff out because they're like, "Why is this movie two hours?" It's yeah, not a Jerry. Like, <laughs> like, certainly, yeah, exactly. Like, I was like, they probably had some other things, but they're like, "No, let's just cut right? it and make it uh, consumable at, at a at an okay time frame." The other person that I found really cool was Joy the Bell Girl for being so weird, um, but also she gave off the approach of like, "I know that I'm in like this dumb movie." And I'll just be like this weird character. There's an absurdist so cool. quality to what yeah. she's doing that matches with like, yeah, think weird things happen. Like, right. Yeah. So overall, I'm not impressed with this movie, and I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even say that it's like as fun for kids because it there's not enough Tom and Jerry in it. Mm-hmm. And then like you even like seeing with that that scene though, because it's like this is where you can go into like maybe her background, maybe like something happened with her family or. Because there's, like, these little beats where it's, like, she just seems down and, like, there's something in her backstory, but yet she doesn't want to say it and we're never going to be, like, revealed to it. Yeah, I... Like, and I'm, like, what is it? I don't want to be too speculative on, like, what's in a movie and what's not, but, like, I would not be surprised if there's a lot more of who this Kayla person is just based on how the movie starts as far as, like... Not, but she's riding, she's riding a bike and then that's when she first meets Tom and he gets right. hit by a truck. It's and like, it's like, there should be something here. And it's like, who is this person? Did well, she drop like, out of, you know, university? Does she yeah. like, you know, like her fire, her job fire her? Babe. Like some of those things are difficult to, to explain upon like what Aaron was saying. But I, I think that there's actually one scene where I was like, I don't know where this came from because it felt like it was part of a larger storyline mm-hmm. is toward the end or not even the end, but like toward like the part where everything that. The hijinks are up, and everybody's been caught. And she looks at the bartender and says, I was going to tell you. And I was like, when? What What? Are, what are you going to tell him? Like, there's there's nothing to tell. It, right? It just seems like, like she's riding on this yeah, lie. It, it turns into a, uh, a Truman Show moment where it's like, who are you talking to? There's nobody here. <laughs> so, I don't know what you guys were talking about because there's no plot. I like that it's directed by Tim Story. Tim Story is black. I like that those like rap songs in here. I, was, I didn't realize Tim's story was. I didn't realize he was the director until I started looking into the movie to prepare for watching it. it was like, oh, this is a Tim story movie. Tim's story of of two of two barbershops, two Fantastic Fours, two exactly. ride-alongs, two Think Like a Man's. Yeah. Uh, like it's like I he's the guy that we got for the Tom and Jerry movie. Like 
there's Tim Story is such a weird thing where like he's he's very successful and he's he's a black director who's directed four different franchises, which is which, that like that's unheard right. of. Yeah, that said, he's also a he doesn't make very good movies very often. So like, so it's, yeah, like, it's a it, mixed that's bag. That's why I like I feel like Tim Story. Yeah, that's why I was like it's a little bit incomprehensible for this movie. But to your point, it's like I feel like there probably was like a Tim Story mm-hmm. movie here, and they were like no. Like, it's a Tom and Jerry, like, WB movie, Warner Animation Group movie, so we need to cut, 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 And I think that's maybe why it feels so, like... It's clunky. Because, to your point, yeah, it's clunky, but, you know, there's a great cast here. You know what I mean? Like, there's these people of color here, like Michael Pena, um, yeah. uh, Pavali, like I, I Sharna, say people... uh, an interracial marriage, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of great elements here. But it feels it feels neutered well, to some degree. I mean, it's Tom and Jerry, and it's for kids. It's not gonna have much edge. But I know what you're saying. It's like it's a New York movie. It's a New York movie without feeling like New York. Like it just, you know, it happens to be set there. But that like, too, it didn't even feel like we're in New York. It, like it bring it brings a level of like it definitely you're not wrong. Lot. It brings a level yeah. of color as far as like yeah, it's not just like streets of white people. But at the same time, it's like there's no you know there's no grit to this thing. And then, again, there's a need to be. But at the same time, it feels very much like we're on sets the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, going on still with like there's no like real backstory or like just the messiness of it. Like Michael Pena's character Terrence, where like Aaron was saying like. I guess he's kind of end up being the villain slash the antagonist, but it's like, okay, he's just here as an event manager. This other person shows up and it's kind of like get into a competition mode. But then all of a sudden you have him, he gets fired, like let go from his, you know, position. And of course he's going to be at home and like upset. And he sees, you know, an idea of like what he can, how he can get back and like even get back to Kayla's character. Where I'm just like, but why are we making him like be like this? Like <laughs> you could, I mean, you could go somewhere deeper if that, as far as like, okay, here's you know, here's the Hispanic employee that's worked his way to the middle, as he said, and then the white girl so, comes in the first yes. day and gets yeah. his job. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you yeah. didn't think that. He <laughs> said, but he said he worked this hard not he to get to the middle, but to keep going. Yeah. Like not to just stop. Right. That was a funny line. Yeah. But I'm just like, exactly. It's just like. Why are we now making him be like this aggressor? And it's just like he was just. And he's the one that's right, technically. Yeah, like <laughs> she's the one that's a yeah. lie. She's lied. <laughs> and then like, why are we thinking that yeah. lying is okay and telling kids as a message this is okay to lie to get your way to get things? I'm like, no. I also dug how like Rob Delaney's like, so should we hire her? And he's like, no. <laughs> and it's like it's clearly he does, I mean, a no again, he's right. He like sees through questions. it right away. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> are there any positives you guys want to chat about? Uh, like it feels like it feels like I've been dumping on it. You guys have been helping I, me out. I, I, I definitely want to commit. I do think the animation is interesting. Like it's like there's a scene where they're yeah. in the rain, and so you like it's not only like you've already seen Tom and Jerry plenty and the animals plenty of time to understand like the dimensions of their three D ness despite them looking like two D characters, yeah. but then you add something like debris like that or rain. And it's like okay, so like this is neat. This is a neat way to experiment with this kind, how to how to like depict these characters visually, because there's like real water on fake mm-hmm. animals. So it's like that's that's mm-hmm. neat to me. I did find that like, I mean that's faint praise as far as they did the animation, right? But I do think for a movie like this, I was intrigued by that to be like I was watching these visuals pretty closely just to be like, oh that's neat. I I haven't seen that kind of thing before, at least in a you know a major theatrical picture. Um, and they're just like there is a, it should have leaned into this more. That's a, again that's why I brought up Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit like as much as it's for kids and it follows a fairly traditional plotline, it knows how to lean into some mm-hmm. funny jokes that are just jokes for joke's sake. And there's like early on mm-hmm. we were both laughing at this. It's when Tom is playing the piano and he's pretending to be blind. 
and like all the people were gathered mm-hmm. around him they're like this is amazing it's a blind piano playing cat and then when they break the or, or when when, when, Tom, when, Tom, when yeah, jerry jumps in and tom starts fighting with it and and the kid's like he's not blind at all and there's one woman that yells oh he's just a regular cat playing piano and it's like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's a funny also, line <laughs> i also laughed at like the guy in that scene where he's like i want my money back <laughs> and it's like and i was like wait you want to take back the dollar that you gave to this, this you know, street uh, artist? Yeah, Come on! Because it's just a regular cat playing piano. That, that's funny to me. And see, that was something that was comedic, like, beat throughout. Like, it probably would have Yeah, if it, it had more of, story, of that. Of course, but... Yeah, and like I, I'm not, I, you know, I think Ken Jeong is fine, like in small doses. So this is kind of the perfect version of him for this movie. And so he has a number of lines that made me laugh, like his delivery <laughs> on some of them. There's, the, I don't want to spoil all of them, but there is one that just really killed me. This yes, <laughs> but I agree with Aaron. Like the animation is great; it looks wonderful. And that whole bit we just went over. Mm-hmm. I think there's a few like little moments of like like very you know how we talk about scoob and there was like nostalgia like throughout it mm-hmm. like you had when i remember watching i'm like oh that has to be spike and uh-huh. it is spike but i was just curious i'm like why is it spike and you know the the cat like which i think i'm guessing toodles galore yeah but i'm like why not spike and his little son tyke because this you guys because this is one of my favorite episodes are like with spike and tyke because spike is the father right of little pup tyke Mm -hmm. and these are the moments where it's like with this storyline if you can you know add it in there of like the more slapstick with tom and jerry is having those two characters instead of 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 spike and twos galore because he was always telling his little pup son like you know lessons like don't go over there or do this but then every time tom would come around the dad spike would be like warn Tom not to get like hurt his pup or anything mm-hmm. but then it was always Jerry that mm-hmm. would just instigate things and there's this one episode I remember clearly where it's like the little pup's walking around or he's sleeping and Jerry's like gonna pour ink on him while the little pup is sleeping and Tom's <laughs> right there and he's like trying to protect him like no 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 and I'm just like that would have been fun elements of like bits of nostalgia then to throw in it with these characters instead of having Spike and the cat and have Spike and his son pup you know, tight. Well, in Tom and Jerry yeah. too, when, and when, think... when Spike gets married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's a single pup dad. Like Spike. Yes. No, like... I say that'll be the prologue. Oh, He'll get oh, married he's... and then the wife tragically dies, when but he then he has married. the kid. Because that's what I remember. <laughs> and like those those episodes, that's what everyone should just go watch those little episodes because they're quick, they're yeah. fun. But I, I think that that speaks to like what everybody here is saying too is there's just not 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 enough Tom and Jerry well, because be, there's not enough for you to actually it needs to be more of a like, like when it leans into being a cartoon it's fun. like even the human characters when they lean into being more cartoonish that's more entertaining when Chloe Grace Moretz bugs her eyes out it's like <laughs> oh my god this is whack like that's that's stuff that's like yeah this feels like a cartoon yeah. I'm watching it should be like I mean and not every Colin Joe scene yeah pretty much every because yeah. he's cartoonish this is not like the key example I should use here but this should be more like Secret Life of Pets, right? Like it should be evolved, f- focused on the animals. Oh, with the... dare you! I mean, I'm not saying those <laughs> no, are good movies, but I, I, I know, I know. But I, but, it, but in terms of like, those are movies that are set in New York and focused on animals. So it's possible to make an yeah. animal-based story based on New York. The, you right. could do that with this movie, as far as the humans don't need to be the focus, but they're around. But you still have the you know the antics being animal-based adventures. So yeah, you can have Spike and his, and his son. You can have the other cats and and dogs that they introduce in this film and whatnot, and have them just be into wacky adventures. 
adventures. Yeah. And sad Droopy. Wait, and sad Droopy is all over this movie, by the way. Droopy Doug. and making Joker and Silence of the Lambs jokes, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's very dark. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. I, I, yeah, again, like I think some more compliments is I I do really like the soundtrack. A lot. It, it, they, they infused yeah. a lot of hip hop in there, which is like okay. it's a lot of hip hop, which is great. But again, like the can you mix the noise level so that it's not louder than like the dialogue level? They want to you know they want to show you that on HBO Max when they got these new premieres, you get your 4K Dolby Vision and it's gonna look and sound great. Yeah, and you have like the surround sound at home, and it's like it's way loud, <laughs> it and is. like I've got to turn this down. And so it really annoyed me. I was like, I want to live with you know uh, Jerry uh, in his little like place too but so loud and so it's not um, he did get noise complaints Abe. i mean the the, the hotel agrees that, with was, you. that was like when they were like fighting though right so. no before that it was, it was okay. there was noise and you know he just loves bumping it yeah speaking of that because like but, even like it gets into that hip-hop like mogul type feel because you even have him sign off j mouse and i'm like <laughs> and i think like just to sum up a little bit more too it's just like the title, Tom and Jerry, like we were saying, it kind of feels like it's going to be focusing on those two characters. So it's like, mm-hmm. why not just like title it Tom and Jerry Go to New York or Tom and Jerry at the, the Royal Gate Hotel? Because like, it's not Tom and Jerry. That's the name of the, I, I forgot the name of the hotel. I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> but because it, it's not good the, recall. You no, know, it's just like, thank you. But it's not the, you know, really the focus. In some countries, Jerry. it's called Tom and Jerry colon the movie. So got that going for it. There you go. But isn't that the that's the ninety two. No. I'm saying in some countries it's released oh. as Tom and Jerry the movie. Yeah. Wow. But I, I feel also, like so okay. you know yeah. No, so yeah, I was gonna just say like is that it's just like, you know, reframe the or re um write the title and have the the story be focused on like we're in, in New York and have them like actually venture throughout New York because we just seen in that little well I mean I guess it's Central Park. But it's like when they're doing a the little piano bit and dance. And I'm just like, we never, we're just in the hotel. So, I mean, if it wants to be like Eloise in the Plaza, like go ahead and just retitle it Tom and Jerry yeah. at the Royal Gate Hotel. Like we're in this one. <laughs> well, when they, when they make the room. 14 sequels to this movie, we'll make sure to label this one that so you don't get confused. <laughs> <laughs> but also it's just like. I can't, yeah, I can't wait for the road trip one. Cause I, I just feel like just throwing Tom and Jerry, is, you're, you're definitely trying to just pull in of like this, these classic cartoon, like it was called Tom and Jerry. Well, and that's, that's just, what it is. I mean, but, it's not like there's a ton of Tom and Jerry IP thrown around there, so I don't think people are gonna get confused. But let's like, get a little Jerry. more smart with the titling. You know, I'm very onto titles. Fair, fair like, enough. Tom and Jerry. I do like Tom and Jerry go to New York. That is fun. Right, like, <laughs> and like they could be in a taxi cab together. And also, it's like, what happened to these two? Because in the cartoons, they live together in a house. You know, Tom lives with. Oh the, yeah, this is the origin see, story. You never see you know, the people, right? You just see the legs. So. <laughs> Tom's in the house, and Jerry yeah. has his yeah. little hole in the wall in the house, and that's how it is. So I'm like, what mm-hmm. happened to them? Tom's like on his like now a street the, the, street musician. This and... is the origin story. Eventually they'll get to the house. So, but no, see, right? Like Tom. Oh, that's that's why it's so dark. <laughs> Got it. He's a street musician. He's who's not blind. He, he hopes he could play with John Legend one day, I guess. <laughs> and like, it's kind of make me think like the alligator from like Prince of the Frog, like wants to. He's like Louis, <laughs> like wants to you know play the trumpet. But, like, here's Tom, like, not getting any, you know, deals or anything. And then Jerry, like, what happened? He got his apartment rents up or something. Now he's looking for a new home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, it's just, like, where, yeah. where where's even their story? Because, like, if you watch, sure. you guys never watch yeah. those cartoons? 
I I did, not like, but not as on, not as like, much as the other cartoons that I watched. But yeah, I know I, I was big into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I understand Calabunga. I understand what you were saying. <laughs> I and I just you know, there's not for me watching a Tom and Jerry movie doesn't. I'm I'm not thinking I'm going to get some detailed backstories on Tom and Jerry. Like I'd like to get more of them as far as their antics go, but learning. I'm not about... saying well, I need a backstory. I think for this film, you uh, need a little backstory because clearly you're showing. But I, I think that's why, like, that's what... you know, some of these shorts work better as cartoons back in the day. They're like 20 minute shorts or well, yeah, 15 minute right, that's shorts, the other thing. We and there you get two of them, right? And so it's one of those things where um, I think that this is also in a universe where you could have better served a lot of other characters. We saw a Droopy Dog, and we saw, mm-hmm. like, if you had Sylvester and Tweety, and that's, to some degree, like, maybe some other folks here, yeah. that would have been... Looney Red Light, Speedball. Oh, Red Tunes, sorry. This is Hanna-Barbera. Hanna <laughs> I mean, if you had, like, you know, Barney Rubble show up, so... Sure. Um, but no, there yeah, are other but, characters, But there's, like, though, a, a universe that you can Again, play with this is here the, as but well. But this is Tom no. and Jerry. This is the first one. And I get it. You gotta build out that cinematic universe. You gotta wait till the next Tom and Jerry. This is so annoying, because there's so many other characters. Of course there are. Like... Watching course, this, I'm yeah. thinking, like how I said, Spike and Tyke. Also, you know, you got the little mouse. I, I really like the little little gray mouse with the diaper. I think his name fluctuated. It was like Nibbles and then Tuffy. But I'm just like, <laughs> he's a little French mouse. And I'm like, throw him in there too. Like, I've been like, have like a you better storyline. I understand. Like, like, yeah, I want better things. I understand that. You got to understand. This is the first time Tom and Jerry's been relevant in a while. And so, like, they're not going to give you everything all at once. You gotta like. There's gonna be years from now where they're gonna want to do it again. Okay, give me a camera, give me the money, because then I'll do it. Because I'm just like, okay, I'm, Aaron, I'm someone. Get the get that going. I yeah. do like. To... Blank check, blank check. <laughs> I want to have liked Tom and Jerry, so I'm just like, Good. Why, why is this a hot mess? You know, I'm just like, and it is fine. It's okay. You know, I mean, that, I honestly that, feel like I would have like... had a fun time if we were at the movies watching this, because I'm sure I would have gotten a Coca-Cola icy for free and like popcorn. <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, WB probably would have bribed us if you had a screening uh, for this movie. Because sometimes <laughs> when I used to go with Aaron's screenings, there would be sometimes the free. Um, Especially for kids movies. For kids movies. Yeah. But because like I will agree for the plus cinema score, huh? that <laughs> that intro was fun. I could see me like sipping on the Coca-Cola ice and like, yeah, let's let's go. Let's get into this movie. Get out of the manhole of New York City and let's see what the city's about with these two cats, mm-hmm. you know, Tom and Jerry. But no, it's none of that. I understand. And you can do, like, you know, Eloise in the Plaza and just be stuck in the hotel the whole time. That's fine. There's movies that do great Dunstan films. checks in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, you bring up a good point about that because they, they actually reference a few other movies in this as well. And it's like, but you're not doing any of those, which makes it less interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, oh, we can have, like, a great big mouse hunt. It's like, that's a fun movie. Um, Eloise in the Plaza. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Or whatever right. movie there is, like they just—it's like just a because they're so confined to this hotel that hurts it too. Like I'm looking at some of the posters here on IMDb. It's like, like, why would you show the Statue of Liberty? Why would you show mm-hmm. the streets of New York? Because they're in New York. You don't go to any. But they don't go exactly. That's why you either those are the two titles I gave you guys: Tom and Jerry Go to New York or Tom and Jerry at the Royal Gate Hotel. And it's like, it's fine to keep them in. A fine location, you know, one location. We've seen that in movies done, like, one shot in a car or whatever, and it works, or what have you. Or let's do the adventure buddy comedy type of thing, slapstick, and, like, they're roaming around New York City and getting into trouble, like, you know? Any other thoughts on the movie? We've been talking a lot about it this week. Yeah, I mean, like, I I, I do want to open it up as to, like, 
hey, if you're listening to this and you think that we're totally wrong, let us know. Because <laughs> maybe I don't know enough about Tom and Jerry. Anna seems like she knows a ton. So I like Tom and Jerry. Maybe I'm just being like ridiculous. I, just, I don't think I you just, are. Like I, th- I think you're making adequate uh, marks against the film as far as what it's trying to do with incorporating other things beyond just Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Well, with with that in mind, when should people see this movie? It's currently available on HBO Max and theaters. Anna, when should people see mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry? I feel like this is a film you could skip, and if you happen to have access to, is it on HBO HBO yeah. Max? If you have, you know, availability okay. to it, you can go ahead and watch it. But it is something you can go and revisit the cartoons. Um, I think, like, what was my favorite one in the cartoon? It's like the Two Musketeers. Okay. Those are fun. Like. That's fun. Or also instead of um, was it called second or is safety second instead of safety last like okay. there's some fun episodes mm. out there to go revisit or i just sent aaron it's a little depressing but there's a little cute yellow duck quackers like just watch those they're fun all right <laughs> abe why should people see this our old scale this is more of like a tv like with commercials type movie uh, so it's pretty low on a probably pretty accurate that you probably don't even need to see this at all and then on our new scale it's like really just wait for it. like it's on it's on um HBO Max right now, but that's a paid subscription, so this is more of like, just wait for it to come on to like YouTube video, I don't know, something free. Um, <laughs> don't don't pay to see this. Uh, yeah, like I wouldn't be rushing out the door to see Tom and Jerry. If it's available and you have a curiosity for it, you can try, but I, I'm not one that's like, man, you can't miss that Tom and Jerry movie, or you're, you're fine. <laughs> and there's other animated things out there that are readily available to watch, including, yes, mm-hmm. all classic Tom and Jerry cartoons, so... All right. Well, that's right. that's been our take on Tom and Jerry. Let's um let's move on now. What uh what time is it here? Oh, Aaron, I think it's time for uh for a few games here. What? Oh my gosh, you guys did not say you especially. You didn't tell me there was games. I, I do horrible. Little known, little known fact. That's actually the song that that uh, Tom <laughs> plays uh, at the hotel. Yeah. It was note for note. Oh, key for key. Remember to add in. Remember how we're talking off? We're just like how Tom sings, but he doesn't talk? <laughs> you know, he, he saves it <laughs> for important occasions. Uh, I've got a few games here for you guys. First oh. one is AVA, Anna versus Aaron. <laughs> uh, Why do you guys I've do I've taken this a look me? at your social media profiles, oh. and I've come up with a few questions for you guys. Wow, I have like nothing on mine, so I, it's going to be all Aaron. Don't worry, uh, they're they're not specifically around that. But if you know the if you think you know the answer, buzz in with your name and tell me. Who <laughs> no. The winner. Okay, you guys know Aaron does well with games. Yeah, but you know this one's like a toss up, so you, you never what know. Is, what is what uh, am I what what are the what are we questioning here? Don't don't worry about it, man. Just uh, okay. Just be on your buzzer. So I'm supposed to be like I'll say on okay. of course, and then like am I saying whether the social media postings from Aaron or myself? We're going to find uh, out in a second. You're going to find out in a second. <laughs> Who has liked more things on Twitter? Anna. Yes? It's Aaron. <laughs> that is incorrect. Are you Are you serious? I don't like things I'm very serious. often on Twitter. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Next one Wait, here. Wait, no. Wait. <laughs> you is you have like... liked 1,136 things. I have not. And Aaron has liked... 747 how do you things. find out this stuff i mean you know there's analyzers well, online i'm so embarrassed like i'm like red and <laughs> what 
The next question is, oh, which day do you guys both post the most on Instagram? Anna. Anna. Saturday. That is correct. <laughs> next one here. On Twitter, this person is on 60 lists versus Anna. 13 lists. Anna. It's Aaron. That, that is correct. <laughs> wow, really? uh, the next one here. On Instagram, this user has a 14.46% average user activity versus 1.6%. Anna. Anna. It's Anna. That is correct. <laughs> and the last one. Yeah, here. I don't use Instagram very much. <laughs> the, the last one here. You have more posts, though. I'm sure. Um, the last one here. Which restaurant do you frequent the most? Aaron. Oh, that's why. Aaron. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I guess I'll say Romeo's. You just told me this before we recorded. Oh, so that's no, why. Anna. Okay. So Anna. Anna. <laughs> Bear flag. That is. Well, I'm trying to go off of where you where you would see that. I'm trying to think of like what would I post from more. <laughs> Well, I asked you early on. Oh, I, I thought like, you were going hey, on social media posts. I don't think there's social media posts that say bear flags yes, all the time. Yes, we used to check us in. Well, the thing or... is, there actually is, there are reviews that Anna has written on her blog <laughs> about this restaurant. So, <laughs> I have to write there too. All right, the next game here that is was Tom. Fun. That was kind of a little creepy, kind of like the Social Dilemma documentary, because it's like how go. many hours you're on so certain social media, how many likes it, you're liking. It didn't tell me that, yeah. <laughs> Abua, <laughs> yeah, fun and be, creepy. Be, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That was here. fun, so I won a game finally. You've won Yeah, before. but there's two more. I almost just did the a next spit one here is because... Tom, Tom, or Tommy. Wait, wait, Tom. This is where I'll name a movie, and you buzz in if you think that the answer is uh, Tom Skerritt, uh-huh. Tom Wilkinson, uh-huh. or Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, my gosh. This this is Aaron's game. These are the Toms I was hoping to get. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Wait. The River Rat. These are movies? Yep. Tom. These are all titles of movies. Anna. The River Rat. Anna. Anna. So it's the first Tom. With an E, right? Tom S. Tom Skerritt? Or Tom Skerritt, yeah. The... That is incorrect. Aaron. Aaron. Yep. I'm going to say Tommy Lee Jones. That is correct. Oh, I'm yeah. throwing my phone across the room. It didn't sound very British. You know, because I just, I did that. <laughs> but like, I was going to say Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know why I always do this to myself. I you're, second you're guess it. I don't here. go with the heart, you know, I'm like Tommy Lee Jones. I'm like, you know, go with the first name. It's not like the first name. Okay. I'm out of here. I have to go get my phone. No, you... <laughs> no, 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 no. Please stay. The next one here, Savage Islands. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. Tom Wilkinson. That is incorrect. Okay. Then it has to be the Tom S. Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt. Tom um, Skerritt? Yes. Want to revise your answer? Yes, Tommy Lee Jones. That's not fair. <laughs> she, can't do that. she said the wrong answer. <laughs> no, because it wasn't final. I said. Uh, the next one here. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry. final. I guess I'll ask final answer next time. Paper mask. Paper mask. Oh, it's the Paper middle. Mask. It's the middle. Uh, do you want to buzz in? <laughs> she did. Yes, my final answer is. Okay. Is it Tom W? Wilkinson. That is correct. Tom Wilkinson. Yeah, paper mask. I'm gonna go Tom. The S, next one Tom here. W and I know Tommy Lee Jones. So. <laughs> I like how you call him Tom W. <laughs> Eyes of Laura Mars. Aaron. Aaron. Tommy Lee Jones. 
That's correct. Yes. Yep. Texas Rangers. Anna. Anna. This has to be Tommy Lee Jones. Aaron. Oh, no. it's incorrect. <laughs> it's Tom Scare. Aaron. <laughs> it's Tom That's right. Tom <laughs> yeah. Tommy Lee Jones does have like, those Texas movies, but he does. Yeah, okay. Next one here. Big Bad Mama. Aaron. Aaron. Tom Wilkinson? That is incorrect. Okay. That leaves me with two other Toms. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Tom S. Tom S is correct, yes. <laughs> uh, and the last one here in the Tom game, Royal Deceit. Anna. Anna. Tom W. Tom W is correct. Yeah, of course. Anna, Anna, you, you won that one. I, did, I won two games? <laughs> yeah. Well, the last game here is... Wait, how, what was the yeah. score of that game? 4-3. And that's the one that you gave her? Yeah, I just got one, so I guess if it's tied, I have a tiebreaker. Okay. But we'll, we'll see what happens here in Jerry, Jerry, or Jerry. Oh, no. These are... Jerry Orbach? These, yeah. yeah no, these, are Jerry, these are movies with Jerry Lewis, Jerry Stiller, or Jerry O'Connell. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Here we go. Excuse me. <laughs> five wait, five so, wives. Wait, can you say that another Jerry's again? Jerry Lewis. Oh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry okay. O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Or Jerry Stiller. Okay, yeah. got it. There we go. Got it. And I can name the Jerry's again if you have questions. Uh, okay. My five wives. Anna. Anna. Jerry S. That is, that is correct. <laughs> Are you just guessing, or did you actually know? <laughs> I'm doing a good guessing game here. <laughs> good. Yeah. Next one here. Calendar Girl. Aaron. Anna. Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. That is incorrect. It's Jerry O'Connell. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> the next one here. The Big Mouth. Aaron. Oh, Aaron. that's... Jerry Lewis. That is Jerry Lewis, yep. yeah. The next one here. I was laughing. I would have gotten that one. <laughs> next one here. Lies and alibis. Anna. Anna. Jerry, or, yeah, Jerry S. That is incorrect. Oh. Aaron. Aaron. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell is correct. Uh, the next one here. Those lips, those eyes. Anna. Anna. Jerry Lewis. That is incorrect. Aaron. Aaron. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller's correct. Ah, oh, see, I did it again. I'm uh, trying to let you win. You're not. <laughs> did you say Aaron? No, what, we didn't hear anything. Oh yeah, oh, we didn't hear buying anything. the cow. Aaron. Aaron. That's Jerry O'Connell. That's correct. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. And the last one here, Hollywood or bust. Anna. Anna. Jerry Lewis. That is Jerry Lewis. Even with that, Anna, unfortunately, you did lose that game, the Jerry, Jerry, Jerry game. But technically, you won the Tommy, Tommy, Tommy game. <laughs> and you you definitely landslid one uh, AVA, Anna versus Aaron. So. so I won? Great job. I won? Mm-hmm. I, I guess won all so. three games? I guess so. No, you, you won, won on two, two games. Efforts. I won oh, the last okay, game. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh it's pretty God, close. Dang. Good job. I finally won games. There you go. I would have gotten this Jerry one too, but you know. But you were laughing. <laughs> Can't win them all. Exactly, because I started laughing when you said the big mouth one, and I was like laughing. Okay. <laughs> Those were fun. Great games, I, Abe. 
There you those go. Were, You're welcome. Those were. I actually had fun with that one. <laughs> All right. Let's move he on. He gets a, a Great Games Abe Award coming in the mail soon. Thank okay? you. The first, <laughs> the uh, first ever Great Games Abe Award. <laughs> let's move on to some out now feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. This is where we go to the various questions and answers on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast. We asked a number of questions to the listeners, and they gave us answers. And we didn't have any questions this week, although we are recording fairly early. So here, here we are. We got some questions here. Anna, feel free to join in with any answers you might have. Okay. Hey, why don't you start this one off? What are your favorite films adapted from animated shows? John has South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Todd has a Goofy movie and The Simpsons movie. Irene has the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. And George has Transformers 1986. Transformers the movie. Um, so what are your favorite films? Oh, the Rugrats movie. The Rugrats movie? One. Yes. Yeah. Come on, Reptar. Uh, Cowboy Wait, Bebop. The... Ryan Mace. <laughs> yes. Okay, take me there. Uh, Cowboy Bebop the movie and um, Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. Done. <laughs> That's it. DuckTales Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Okay, hold on. Okay. Abe, do you have any? Any movies based off animated shows? Mm, the the Bob's Burgers movie. I'm going to give it an A plus right now, even though I haven't seen it. It's supposed to be in April. There we go. See. Coming up. You even have the Dennis the Menace movie, too, right? That is a thing that exists. <laughs> that was not that good. <laughs> All right, next Mr. Question. Wilson. Next question we had. What was that? <laughs> that was uh, Dennis when he's an adult. Clearly. <laughs> Next question we have here. What animated shows would you like to see turned into a live action movie? Todd, Todd Levin, a friend of the show, writes, Wacky Races. I agree. Uh, Jim Deeds, friend of the show, writes, Oh, how about Avatar The Last Airbender? Oh, whoops. Well, what about Ghost in the Show? Oh, right. I forgot. Okay, then what about something more obscure? Ooh, Rocky and Bullwink. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I feel like just have original content, right? But if you can make like this, what's an animated show you like to see in live action? Oh, well, like that last, like what you were just saying, that's funny because it's true. Yeah. Like, even like the Flintstones, like you know, Flintstones not a really good movie. <laughs> like I, yes, I'd like to see a good version of Avatar: The Last Airbender as a movie. That's not you're not wrong there. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I don't have anything. Oh, you know, another good one as far as the previous question, George of the Jungle. Um, oh yeah. Let's, animated shows i'd like to see turn into live action hmm hmm animated shows mm-hmm. like i'm trying to think of ones that would, like really benefit from it like they're doing cowboy bebop right now with john show who broke his leg Bro- and yeah who had a serious thing. accident <laughs> yeah so, yeah um well like what's where's like a show where i'm like yes this would definitely like the fact that we're changing the format definitely suits this thing mm-hmm. that's what i'm trying to like get through like, recess recess <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting because <laughs> like a lot of the girl a, a lot of the animated shows i like you know a big part of it's the fact that they're in that medium to begin right. with so it's hard and they, to be they're like... actually able to like be more flexible and do a lot more with animation mm-hmm. um so kind of tough but yeah I, I like jim's answer the voice i like wacky races that's a fun answer it's a good one yeah especially if they have the Actually, they had the dog. You know, we should actually just make a home movies uh, live action with H. Well, I thought home movies, but like, yeah, I love, you know, I love home movies. I'd be happy to see home movies. But I think part of the joy there is you have adults voicing the kids. It'd be be weird if the kids are live action. No, you can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we'll figure it out later. The last question <laughs> is, what movies would you say feel like live action, like a live action cartoon? Todd has Smokey and the Bandit. Kung Fu Hustle. Hmm. Easily. Uh-huh. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Films that have, like, a lot of action, like, blowing up things. Because uh-huh. that definitely happens in cartoons. But I can't think of anything. <laughs> I got nothing. The Wachowskis are doing, like, live-action anime for a lot of their movies, so, like, it's already kind of there. Yeah. Oh, hey, what, wouldn't you want to see a Bob Burgers in live-action? I would. I would. Which <laughs> there H, you go. H on Benjamin. Yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> like, and, that's and our... Definitely, like, uh, I forget his name, but the the guy who voices Linda as Linda as well. <laughs> And that, I mean, that has, I mean, there's a lot of create, there's a lot of crossover from home movies in that one, but like, I feel like that premise could work more in the live action than not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Any other movies that you'd like to see as live act, as a, any movies that you see as live action cartoons, or just some silly movies that just feel like cartoons? Yeah, silly movies that that feel like cartoons. I mean, uh, The Goonies, um, Home Alone, it's very cartoonish. Home Alone, there you go. But probably like a lot of the, those 80s movies, like the National Lampoon Vacation movies, like those are pretty much live action. Like when he's lighting the house, you know, that, that'd be great as a cartoon. That's pretty oh, much yeah. like a, a cartoon The bit. Christmas Story. Like absurdist movie. Like, like, I don't know, like Caddyshack is like a cartoon. <laughs> when and I'm thinking story. about it Christmas, panel, Yeah, Christmas Story is a good one, yeah. Christmas Story, that'd yeah. Be, that'd be interesting to adapt as a cartoon, as a, right? actually, yeah. Because you got slingshot the pole looking like everything you've got the secret message it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well that other way that's gonna do for enough feedback 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 and that's gonna do it for this week's episode you can find more of my work at my personal blog the code everything i do ends up over there i'm also on we live entertainment writing movie reviews yslblue.com for bro blu-ray and criterion reviews and on twitter at aaron's ps4 abe you can find more fun stuff over my instagram abe.mua and twitter.com slash walrus moose hashtag don't forget to drink your ovaltine <laughs> Anna Bosch, where can people find more of you online? I'm on Twitter at Write to Recite, and also I have my blog titled the same at Write to Recite. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. <laughs> you can find all the other episodes about Now Third Name on iTunes, Audioboom, Spotify, and Stitcher. SoundCloud, Podomatic, or HHWLOD. Feel free to email us, email us at outnowpodcast.gmail.com. Did you say Abe Millis? <laughs> Yeah, it's a new thing I'm trying. Okay, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you can also write on our Facebook, well, Facebook.com slash outnow underscore podcast, or you can tweet us at twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. And, of course, our Instagram page, instagram.com slash underscore podcast as well. Anna, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for having me. Glad to fun. have you on. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, next next week uh, we got we have Ryan the Last Dragon and Coming to America going on. So there's, there's that's just some of the – there's actually a lot of things It'd be great week, if, but, like, uh, you know, the Coming to America thing had – you know how in Ghostbusters 2 they had the, the ghost doing the, the two sign or the peace sign? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We, should, we should have had that for coming. You feel like Eddie Murphy should have just been on the poster with his holding, his a, fingers. holding a two, holding two up. <laughs> Well, it'll be him and Arsenio on the sides, and then Jermaine Fowler playing his son with like, the two in his hands. But uh, regardless, we're probably going to be talking more about Ryan the Last Dragon. That said, we got some ideas. There's a lot of stuff coming out, so we'll, we'll yeah. see what we can do. But um, that's going to do it. So until next time, so long. And goodbye. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Tribe that flows in layers. Right now, Fife is a poem sayer.
at times I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. Dinkins, would you please be my mayor? You'll be doing us a really big favor. Boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. When it comes to rhythms, quest is your savior. Follow us for the funky behavior. Make a note on the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, check your hair. Do you like the garments that we wear? I instruct you to be the obeyer. A rhythm recipe that you'll savor. Doesn't matter if you're minor or major. Yes, the tribe of the game with a player. As you inhale like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. 